We have so much to talk about, actually. Yeah. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> Great. Is that how you're going to start? Today's what? a, today's hello, a hello. special Thursday episode because I was traveling Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I mean, what's your deal? You're like traveling all the time now. Have you got like net jets or something going for you? I, I wish. Mean... Fox 5 helicopter. <laughs> no. <laughs> Be a long helicopter ride up there to New York. I know. So you were in New York. You were there for work. I was there for the Fox uh, Network upfronts. Okay. You know, which was, uh, it's always a fun time. And this year was a little, little different because obviously we're, in essence, a new company where we, you know, we shed, yeah. uh, you know, two thirds of the company to Disney. The studio obviously went to Disney, uh, but uh, it was great. It was, uh, programming looks, looks really solid. Uh, it's exciting to, in essence, start from scratch even though we're really not starting from scratch per se but um um you know heavy sports uh yeah i like your fox sports uh programming and by the way so upfront means what is it a preview of so yeah so there's a 4 p.m all the networks do it this week all the cable networks okay so like nbc universal has theirs with all their cable properties cbs does it with their cable properties abc and, and okay so it's a whole week of you know Whining and dining the uh, ad agency community and showing them your, uh, in essence, your, now it's like your summer, fall, mid-season schedule. Oh, okay. So it's pretty much a 50, like, you know, what do you what do you have for us over the next 52 weeks? Obviously with Fox Network, we're going to be, uh, you know, we had the Thursday Night Football package. Last year was the first year. It was fantastic. So you're looking at football on Thursdays, WWE, SmackDown, live, 52 weeks a year. It's huge. It's yeah, enormous. It's huge. I mean, it's, I, enormous. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, you realize, but the marketing, it's a machine. It's a marketing machine. I mean, for better or worse, Vince McMahon, brilliant. Oh, it's brilliant. You know, brilliant. It's brilliant. And, you know, they're, they know how to market. They know how to reach a very diverse um Diverse, you know, in background, age, and so forth. It's, it's, anyway, it's also nice to have original programming. I mean, where the networks are headed and they should be is um, the same as our Fox 5 local philosophy. The more original programming we have every day, the better. The really? syndicated repeat marketplace has, has dried up because you could get those shows. In a lot of places, you know, through through your streaming services, through and your Hulu's, Hulu's, through your, your Netflix, through and, YouTube, yeah, everybody I mean, seems to put all their clips. Yeah, I mean, basically, my, my daughter watches repeats of Jeopardy from four years ago on Netflix. I'm like, what? Right, <laughs> right. So anyway, uh, so four o'clock presentation on Monday at the Beacon Theater, and then uh, there's the big tented party. Oh my! At Wollaman Rink in 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 Central Park. Although this year, real quick, uh, obviously it was pouring torrential rain. Which made it uh, a little uh, interesting in terms of getting there. and Yeah, just crazy. Yeah, the logistics are always yeah, more Yeah, and then obviously, you know, because usually there's a big outside area. Mm. And uh, obviously no one was outside this year. So everyone was packed into the big, big tent. <laughs> and it was hot, steamy. Yeah, so it was... Uh, it wasn't as like enjoyable, like laid back, having a cocktail on on Central no, Park. Because it's like a little, no, because no, it yeah. was a lot, a lot of people. You're like jammed but, in, but it's fun. They have like huge sushi bar, and like they had this year that was like a, they had a hot dog theme of hot do- different types of hot dogs, or like they had the DC uh, half smoke and oh. the LA dog, the New York dog, and then you got to vote as you ate a dog, oh. you voted. New York one, obviously we're in New York, but oh my god, well that sounds good. Okay, anyway, well. it was a fun party and. Um, 
And now you're back. Now I'm back. Well, we've got a lot to cover on this podcast. We do. Big news Serious out of stuff. Alabama. Yes. Um, so we can start with that. Then we got to talk better about Rourke having some major regrets. Um, valedictorian is going away. Solidatorian. All that locally. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry. That's actually out of a school in Ohio. But anyway. Um, all right. Let's start with Alabama because everyone, all my, my Instagram feeds, yeah. all my feeds are all either uh, pro-life or people are very much like, you know, we have to this is a huge scary thing that's going to try to overturn Roe versus Wade. Yeah. So Alabama votes this week no abortion at all Correct. regardless early regardless if it's a rape case. Uh, what are all your thoughts? On um, you know, unfortunately for our listeners, we're going to agree on this one. I think it's uh, uh I know which is surprising because it seems like this has turned into like a real hardcore conservative. Well, I'm pro choice to begin with, right. So I'm I am my general position on abortion is uh, I think it should be illegal post 20 weeks give or take I mean I'm not a medical professional 16 20 weeks somewhere around there unless the the life of the mother is in serious jeopardy and doctors sign off on it and so forth but prior to that I believe it's a a woman's right to choose Uh, I think what Alabama has done is a clear workaround backdoor anti Roe vs. Wade. Uh, I think it's going to, unfortunately, I, I don't understand. Well, for, let me step back for a second. I think ultimately it'll end up on the Supreme Court, and I think the Supreme Court will go 6-3 or 7-2 against this. This will not God, stand. God, I hope you're right. But that could be years, right? We're could talking be. two years. It could be two years, right. I mean, so, Ruth Bader Ginsburg has to live. If she doesn't, we're in big trouble. I, I don't, well, my opinion is even Kavanaugh and I believe Gorsuch on this one will vote against this. Really? It's too, too restrictive. It's, it's, um, this is where I don't understand conservative Republicans. Okay. You could believe what you want, pro-life. I, I get that. But the law is, it's legal in this country to, to, to put a bill forth that, in essence, outlaws abortion. I thought it was originally six weeks, post six weeks. Has that changed? Because uh, you just said sh- it. Because you just said it's completely. Well, they they passed a near total abortion ban, so no exceptions for rape or incest. But I thought it was. I thought it was after six weeks, which basically I... means not. Okay, you keep talking. I'll look. Yeah. Um... I, uh, regardless, it's. I think it's an abomination. I think it's a bad law. I think it's extremely, extremely restrictive. And I also think that... Okay, yeah, I think you're right. So Georgia signed into law Tuesday a so-called heartbeat bill to outlaw abortion after a fetal heartbeat is detectable. That's typically around the six-week yeah. mark. The Alabama bill goes even further, though, banning abortions at any stage of pregnancy. Okay, so both wrong. Um yeah, I don't know what else to say about it other than I think it has to be we have you have to fight it. I th- from a political standpoint, right? Um, this is where again I believe Republicans, conservatives, whatever you want to call them, just lose moderate, right? Even potentially a l- women who lean pro life, yep, and or men who lean. This isn't just a female issue. I mean, obviously it affects the female, but it's a you know, men can be as passionate about this issue as women. Right. So I, I just, I don't get it. I don't, I, 
I know. I, it's it's amazing to me. And here's the thing. We now hear all the time that birth rates in the United States are down. Millennials are not having kids at the same rate. They might be having like one child. Uh, so then I'm just curious to overall, I mean, are that many people getting abortions? I, I guess yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, really? We're, we're so caught up on this. And I understand for people that are pro-life, it's a very deeply religious um, thing. So even one abortion. But I'm like, really? I mean, it seems like our whole birth rate is in decline. Now there's a whole, you know, AOC says that we need to think about having kids with climate change before, you know, so I'm like, yeah. really? This uh, is like a huge sticking point for conservatives. Crazy. I, 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 I always say abortion is a, a, um, a hot button primary issue. Mm. And then once you get to the general elections, I don't think it's in the top 10. Really? I, I don't believe of you women or men uh, when they when they walk into that booth or they choose their candidate. That that is that in is the, the side that becomes a consideration. I That's will say though when you put bills like this or legislation I should say forth like this I think you move that that, that issue way up on people's minds because then they start thinking can this start spreading across the entire country? Yeah, I think it's scary. Right? And I think that's why you saw how contentious the Supreme Court fight was. Um, but, I, you know, everything I read on this, almost the consensus is that the Supreme Court would rule against this. But like you said, it has to get there. I know. And that's the thing. I believe a low, just... uh, I'm hoping a, a federal, they said there's a possibility that a, a, a local federal court, I don't know what district that would be, uh, Put, may put an injunction on it, yeah, which would be good. Um, Scary, though, because they keep chipping away at it. So then you think, I don't know, you know, could they overturn it? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we agree on this one, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to start this show. I, I'm very... Uh, um, so, you know, presidential updates, we seem to give them every show. So, Bill de Blasio... Bill de Blasio is in. Is that the, his most... Did you see the cover of the New York Post this morning? <sighs> I'm so over it. They had like 10 people just laughing like they're watching a TV show or a movie, cracking up. <sighs> is this guy, does this guy, people, are people. Yeah, I'm, I'm con- with you on this one too, I am actually. convinced no one is self-aware anymore. I think that you, that's You have like the governor of Montana <laughs> running for president now. Like, what is going, uh, it, uh, <sighs> now look, clearly, clearly 90, 80% of the candidates right now have, believe that they know they don't have a chance of winning so either it's for name recognition future book deals a cabinet position yeah it must be yeah i mean it's gotta be for other yeah personal gain issues the blasio can't even run a city now granted the largest city in the united states he's a laughing stock up there he's lazy he make fun of trump who doesn't start his day to 10 11 i honest i think the blasio works one hour a day they say like he's late for meeting. He, the guy's a laughing stock in New York, and here he's running for president. I felt, and then like leave it, it to these other cable nets to interview. Like they act like, seriously, you should run for president, sir. You'll be on MSNBC tomorrow <laughs> morning, or C, no, actually CNN. I have a shot. No, you I would think. be on CNN. Yeah, I agree. Legalized prostitution. I'm here for it. <laughs> sugar, <laughs> sugar, sugar babies, babies for everybody. Yeah, exactly. Um. And then, of course, you know, Beto O'Rourke was on The View this week is talking that, about his regrets, that, and he's really that, fallen. Fallen? It, it, he, 
I think you can't even pick him up anymore. He's fallen so much. It does seem pretty bad. I mean, you know what's interesting about that? Just from a, if you step back for a second, here's a guy who the Democrats, Hollywood elites, propped up, sent all this money to, to defeat Ted Cruz. He got close, but ultimately he lost. We didn't know a lot about him. Now he runs for president, has been completely exposed. Right? I mean, could you imagine this guy? Like, he's getting, he's, he live streamed his haircut yesterday, talking about his <laughs> e- ear hair being cut. I didn't see that. I know he live streamed his dental appointment, but I didn't see the haircut. And his past is very weird. Like the way he treated his wife and did things and like well, and to put jokes in context. The big headline of this was he went on the View and he says that he really regrets the Vanity Fair cover article um, announcing that he was going to mm. run for president. And you know, in there, of course, he was quoted that as he saying, said, like, "Born to run, born to run." And then he sort of alluded to the fact that sometimes he helps his wife around the house, sometimes he doesn't. So a lot of people felt like, "Okay, you're just like ditching this all on her." Um, I read the article. I thought it was very. I felt like reading the article, it became very clear he really doesn't know what he wants. You know, he likes the idea of uh, of being the president. I think he has some Here's good ideas. Here's a guy ideas. who honestly, I don't think ever had a real job. Like, no, all kidding aside. Uh, he does come from a pretty um, comes from a, wealthy background. Right, so he was on, like, the, the town was, council because his dad was a yep. big wig down there. Yep. Obviously, he, I mean, you could, we could debate whether being a congressperson is a real job or not. Uh, but, no, I don't think he's ever had a real job. He he does. He did some software something or yeah. I I don't. I think he's an example of and and we touch on this, but what I find fascinating about him is he went viral, of course, with his whole philosophy on taking a knee at during the national anthem, right? So a lot of people were very inspired by that, but I think that's an example of going viral. Fine, but you have to have substance to back it up. Right? You know, people tried to compare him to Obama, right? Bad example. Obama, yes, went viral. With his speech, Oprah, but he had he had the substance. Years of experience. Well, yeah, that, yeah. but he also had the substance to back it yeah. up. Once he became more known and 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 people dug into him a little bit more in interviews, he had the substance. Definitely. Now he was a great orator. Yep. So that helped. I mean, whether you believed what he was saying or his policies, I'm not that, that I'm not talking about. I'm just talking about he. He he met the bar that was set based on his viral and um, the the media publicity that he had gotten between the the speech at the convention and Oprah and all these other things. Beto is the opposite. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> he's like he he he's underperform like underwhelming he's underperforming he's he's just i yeah. think it's just so obvious right he's not ready he's like done. he, he he's had toast. this great viral but most moment, of which, them are yeah i mean this is a 3 to 4 person race right that's it the all i said this last week everyone else should just step aside this is biden bernie, bernie kamala and i think mayor pete Oh, yeah, Pete's still Mayor Pete, Buttigieg. I don't think he'll get the nomination. So I had this debate with someone over the weekend. Let's assume it's Biden. Okay. The conventional wisdom is, and probably would be fact, or happen, I should say, he will pick a female. Kamala, maybe Stacey Abrams from Georgia. Oh, yeah, right. I think it would be a mistake. I think think it would be a mistake picking a woman. Yes, 
Not because it's a woman. Uh-oh. So don't put word. <laughs> okay, why? Uh, I think he should be, pick Mayor Pete. He's from the Rust Belt. He's very well liked. He's smart. He could, though, because he is gay. That's kind of... Well, that's... I don't even... Well, okay, that's... that's. But people love... I mean, that's... Right, yes, okay, you know, he's, but he's I wasn't... He's living who he truly is. He's progressive enough, mm-hmm. but not super progressive. Here's my thought process on it. If you're going to vote for Biden in the primary and presumably the general, you're voting for him because he's a moderate, maybe left-center candidate. And you believe he's be- maybe best to be Trump. So why would you then go pick a progressive, very, very progressive candidate to be your VP when, by the way, you're 77 years old? So a lot of people are thinking there's a real possibility whoever's the VP could become president. Okay. And if I'm voting for Biden, I don't want Kamala Harris to become vice uh, president because she's too progressive for me. Okay. So I do think there needs to be some real thought on who he picks. Ooh, that's going to be tough for them, don't you think? No, you I, yeah, think- I, I think he's going to pick Kamala or Stacey or somebody like that. I, I, I'm not saying what I, I don't believe that's what he will do, but if I think he should consider Mayor Pete. I uh, bet he is, though, don't fr- you think? Well, he's fr- yeah, from the Rust Belt, center, center of America, you know. Um, oh, I really wish Oprah was running. I mean, we need an Oprah. Like, we need a woman, but like... I don't know. You know, there's just See, some the women Stacey that transcend. Abrams thing is interesting. I think she's also, although she's certainly more accomplished than a Beto O'Rourke, I think she's lost a little. She, she's coming across as a sore loser. This, you know, even Beto said the other day with, you know, like tr- they're trying to blame like voter suppression. Uh, like at some point you need to, you lost the election. Like Stacey Abrams and these others need to move on. Right. Like you don't want to come across in America as a sore loser. You just don't. Um, I do agree, like regardless of even if she has a, you know, if she has a point, it is in the perception of people, I think, yeah, they. She right, lost. Right. They don't want to hear it. They want you to move Beta on. Beto lost. Stacey lost. Um, all right. We, you know, we got a lot to talk about kind yeah. of even in pop culture stories, sports, locally, the Nats are not doing very well. They uh, suck. A lot of pressure on the manager. Is there anything else you want to say? You know, Don Jr. getting a subpoena. No, um, I, you so know, real new quick, tariffs on, Nats, on China. I, Seems let, like our economy is uh, going to go to the trash. You know, way to go, Trump. <laughs> the, I think the manager Nats should be fired. Really? Already? Didn't they just get, I mean, hasn't he been in there? Ryan Zimmerman coming to his defense. Well, too bad, Ryan. Zimmerman basically saying, look, the, uh, right, here, you know, Ryan Zimmerman, who's never won anything. No, listen, he's a great player, but he's never won anything. I'm, I'm tired of these guys. I mean, like, you have... defending the manager, by the way, saying, look, the manager can only do so much. It's all oh, oh, yeah, he can that only... That was the context. But then it. why have a manager? It was the most idiotic statement I've ever heard. Either the manager's there to help you win and make you better, or he's not. Then don't have a manager. He can't get the accolades when the team overperforms and not get it when they're underperforming. It doesn't work like that in why the world. Why do you think Ryan Zimmerman was saying that then? Because he probably likes him. Okay, you think right? they just like each other, so he's I mean, like he, he's, trying to help him. He's out. like twelve games or ten games or fifteen games, some ridiculous. I think he's got a four seventy six winning percentage in his one plus seasons. He's you know he's managed over two hundred games now. Like you're out. Wow. Like this is real. This is real business, right? You're out. They, I, I love how sports becomes. Oh, he's likable. That doesn't happen in in business. <laughs> Like it doesn't. They have they have a you know, million. Well, probably in some work environments. 
Depends on the person, probably. Uh, out. Time to go. <laughs> you, and listen, and I've said but this. I feel like, come on, with the Nats, it's not just the manager. This is good. This is turning uh, out to be a whole other Redskins situation. You, but you can't change the entire team, so you change the manager, right? What do you mean you can't? I feel like this it's is what, like Dan Snyder. It's like it's the leadership from the top is it's a mess. It's in any business. Look at our business. Okay, GMs get fired. News directors get fired. Not because, like, at some point you can't fire the entire newsroom. So you fire the news director. Right. The or you leaders. fire the general manager. Or you fire the head of marketing or sales. Right. In another company. It, like, Listen, I, I, I believe at some point, and also he's a manager who, it's not like he had 10 successful years of management. This is his first managerial job in the Major League Baseball. So how much, maybe he's just not a good manager. Or, or he could need some time to like grow into the job. I mean, you got to like, you know. Out. out. Wow. All right. Out. Nat's not doing very well. He's out. He, I mean, if, I'm, if I'm the owner, sorry, we gave you a chance. You're out. We're bringing in a, an experienced manager. There it is. Okay. Um, talk to me about, uh, you had tweeted about a story that was Americans are now spending $18,000 a year on things they don't need on an average of $1,400 on yeah. things like gym memberships and box subscriptions every month yeah. and drinks and out to dinner. Well, I thought, um, the, so I said, yeah, some of it was like interesting, but I also thought some of it was weird, like lunch. One was lunch. I think you need to eat lunch. I don't think that's buying a, lunch. $173. I don't think that's a non-essential. Well, you could bring your own lunch. I actually bring my own lunch. I'm going to say literally five days a week because okay, so, so, it adds so what, up so fast. So what they mean is out, going out to lunch. Takeout and delivery, 177 a month. Uber, by the way, I did point out that Uber's on that list, right? Or Lyft. Uh, yeah, or, $96 um, in ride shares. But think about this. I bet you a lot of that is spent by people who live in cities who don't have a car. Yeah, that's me. So- if you're I spending spend more than that. so, if you're spending a hundred a month on on drive shares, and you would be spending two fifty to three hundred fifty dollars a month on a car payment, sure. you're actually saving money. So, uh, listen, some of these studies are fun. Some of them, I'm not so sure. You know, like they came out with a study yesterday that said fifty um, percent of people pee in a swimming pool. Did you oh see that? yes, I did. I did. Okay, is that like? <laughs> is that like? Did we need a study for that? I'm with you. I'm with you. Have Signs you ever peed in, have you peed in a swim? Of course. Who of course. Hasn't? Oh, my God. I mean, come on. Who hasn't? I agree with you. I saw that story. Although I, I, was I will say I've peed more in an ocean than a pool. I don't oh, think I've peed good. in a pool in about 42 years. I think it was more. The only th- the part that I found more disturbing with the than the peeing was that people use a pool. If they have a pool or if they're a member of a club, they're using the pool as their shower instead of actually yeah. showering. I'm like. Guys, are you kidding? Like, that's, yeah. that's disgusting. Like, you know other people are peeing in so here. We, you know people I, sweat. So we were the type of parents that scared our kids. So we said that, you know they put a thing in the pool. A dye. A dye that yeah, it'll right. turn, like, Which really. Which they never really do that. No, and I'm sure they peed, and then they knew I was lying, so it didn't matter. <laughs> so then they continued. <laughs> I know. I saw that. I was like, that that was kind of a ridiculous story. But I guess they were, again, they were trying to scare you. I think the whole point was that. There's so many germs and bacteria in these pools because people get in. They don't shower beforehand. Although I'm sure when I was a kid, I don't remember exactly, but I'm sure I've said to my parents, oh, you know, when they said, Patrick, go take a shower, I'd be like, oh, I was in the pool today. I had right, chlorine. Right. Chlorine yeah. makes you clean. But they seem to say indicate <laughs> in the article that it was like adults doing that. 
Like it didn't sound like kids. It well, wasn't like a twelve year old. My guess is that adult wasn't showering anyway, so they figure at least they <laughs> so, had some chlorine, so we're a little bit better off. <laughs> I, I thought this story was interesting too. Um Drudge had up um about journalism now is more subjective than it mm-hmm. is actually about um fact. And, you know, they were it's, citing essentially it's scary. Over, Yeah. Really, and from 1986 until 2017, the transformation of how it's gone from truly fact-based, really newspaper is the only fact-based, um, you know, then they were talking cable news is really about uh, opinion, they spend more time up on opinion than fact. I mean, it seems a little bit like what we already know. Yeah, but, and we've talked about this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think this was starting, this was unfortunately a trend, I think, before Trump. And then I think it's been completely magnified since Trump. And I've said this numerous times. It's very dangerous when you're reporting on a story and you hope what you're reporting is true or you want it to be true or false, depending on the angle, rather than reporting the facts. And I think, unfortunately, and I, one part of what you just said, I disagree with. I think newspapers are major. I think newspapers have had the largest swing on this really where, yeah where a lot of these writers they want they write with bias they write with um with an angle with with an agenda and a slant well they could have actually been referring more to local than i think because when you think you're thinking the washington post you're thinking the new york times right you feel like a yeah, lot of the writers there I are do. very biased i do I okay. really honestly I think I they don't. were talking local newspaper. I, that local. doesn't mean they're not great journalists, and that doesn't mean they're not great reporters and investigative reporters. I do believe and 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 I've said this before, a lot of it is the 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 byline the, I mean the headlines too. Right. They're clickbait headlines. And then when you actually read the article, there's more f- it appears to me that it's more fair and fact based and let yeah, let, yeah. let the reader draw Decide. their own conclusions. Uh, a lot of times the headline, but but listen, I think I, I think unfortunately I think a large percentage of the media landscape is either in one camp or the other, right? And that's that's unfortunate. It really is unfortunate. I did think the good part about that article is they did say that viewers are mu- much more aware um, that they, they feel are. is now that it's just basically opinion news and not so much actually fact based. So I thought that was good because I think you know for a while there you kind of if people were confusing. Yeah, listen. I'm not listen. You know, when, I think when people watch Sean Hannity and when people watch Ra- Rachel Maddow, they know what they're getting. Right. The, the danger is when you know it's the New York Times, Washington Post, or you know, so-called you know who who you who you thought for years was a truly you know down the down middle down the middle person. Right. Pers- you know, I mean, I look at Dan Rather, right, and you know, I mean, he was the face of CBS News for all these years, be- and before cable was really you know there and. And now you look, he's, he's like, he's an activist. Yeah, but don't you feel like that could have happened later in life? Like, no, I mean, he still could no, have been objective no. all those years. I think what? He, People I, change. No, what I think are you he, I think about? he always thought that, and it came out. It's why he, that's why he made, you know, lied about the letter. I like, mean, people forget we that. we don't know that. We're just like that's, guessing that he no. feels that way. You look at Brian that. Williams, you look at some of these others. I just don't think it was called out. I think Lester Hall is like down the middle. I th- <laughs> I, yeah, I well maybe I don't know. I don't really watch him much. Nora but O'Donnell. No, they're not. What? None of them are. They're not. I think Nora O'Donnell's pretty level-headed. I think she's pretty. Listen, it's easy for and no offense against Lester Holt. He seems like he's very smart, great yeah, I on like air. Lester. So don't don't misunderstand this, please. But these network anchors, if you actually watch a half-hour show, 
these, I'm talking about the evening news okay, on the yeah. net, on like NBC, ABC, and CBS. Sure. I think these anchors really talk for like six minutes. Yeah, they do. You're right. You're right. They're they, basically intro and outro that's and it. packages. They're intro and packages. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's all they do. Okay, well, then how can they be biased? They no, I'm saying a... that's why I think they don't come across as biased in that case. When they were reporters, I don't know what they thought. Okay. Now, Nora's gone from morning to evening. Now, you know, obviously, when you're on CBS this morning, you're on the air more, so there's more of a right, percentage time to, cheer to, your... right, to, to, to kind of maybe get a sense of what, what they're thinking or, or whatever. I, listen, I do believe it's why local news... And I'm not just saying it's because I run a local news station. I think local news has benefited because I truly believe local news stations, for the most part, report the facts. I agree with that. You have a lot of really great reporters. We have great reporters. And and, 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 and not just our station. Yeah. In the market and around the country. That are really trying to do it. This isn't a Fox 5 thing. Yeah. I truly believe that, you know, I've sat, I've sat in hundreds of editorial meetings and they, here's what happened. Let's go find out the facts. Yeah, that's true. And report. Now that doesn't mean you can't be on the side of an angel's reporting or give a little bit of context. You know, I think the days of saying, well, this is what she said and this is what they said. No, you, you got to be more than that. But um, I think, and I think that's why local news has benefited. I, no, I think you have a good point there. And and it's true. The journalists in this town, I feel like, on a local level, are really yeah. trying to do it in a non-biased way. Um, how do you feel about this in Ohio? So they are eliminating valedictorian. Uh, they are eliminating uh, salatorian. Um, how do you feel about that? You know how I feel about <laughs> this. You don't have to ask that question. I thought, you know what, they had an interesting article. No, they, they didn't. They, they're trying to make it uh, more for the kids' mental health. So they say, ha- instead they do it, they're going to do it GPA-based. So if you've got, whatever, 4.0 4. to 3.7, you're a uh, cum laude, you know, the various ranks, right? Mm-hmm. So it bundles people instead of having one valedictorian. You don't think that's a no. good idea? It's not, it's, that's not like no. dumbing down kids. I, I feel like that's good no. for mental health. No. <laughs> So if you got a three seven and the other person got a three nine, they're better than you, assuming the curriculum and the course load was similar, right? Um, it says that this will reduce. Why do the we have a super? Why do we have a Super Bowl champion? Well, I mean, it's like a paid. Why do we have a winner of a World Series? Sport. Why do we have a college national championship? You're talking big business, no. big sport. Valedictorian is like. Why and do they we say the college? Why do we? Really why care. do we have youth soccer tournaments where you have one winner? Ask ask your lovely uh, fiance. <laughs> fiance. This, it's about winning, okay? That doesn't mean if you come in second, third, fourth, or fifth, you're a loser. No, it means somebody was better, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it does. Where Where are we at? I just want, does it matter? Like, I mean, really? Is like getting rid of valedictorian, though, going to make people less competitive? You're still going to, like they're saying, the colleges aren't looking for a valedictorian. They're saying, okay, give us your, you know, what was your so average colleges, GPA? We, I, you know, I sent this article to you this morning. I know you haven't had a chance to read it, but um, very interesting article came out this morning. And I don't know what to make of it yet, but so the SATs, in, in uh, they're, they're going to start, they've been beta testing Another going to roll out. It's called ad- adversity scores. Okay. So it's going to wait and give you a score, a, you know, each student a score, based on a bunch of criteria, uh, socioeconomic criteria. Okay. Uh, 
you know, the crime rate in your, your, your high school, the crime rate in your area you lived, uh, are you from a single, fa- single parent family, um, so forth and so on. And um, as a way to uh, kind of even the playing field sure. from, you know, kids who go to a white privilege or, or and not even necessarily white privilege, but a privileged high school or, or a high yeah, school. Zip codes where people are zip making codes higher and Very income. good. Or, yeah, yeah very school, good school districts. But a lot of the critics say it's now gone overboard because clearly it's, to me this is a backdoor way to measure people by race. Okay. And that's what the article said. That, you know, obviously Harvard, I believe it is, is being sued. I believe it's Harvard. uh, Yeah, they are. By uh, Asian students who claim that they were held to a higher standard than other students. I think this is a very slippery slope. I think you're going to have, you know, I think universities in this country already try hard, based on statistics, to have a very diverse student population, reflective of either the area they're from or the country and so right. forth to now do this. A lot of the critics in the article were saying now they've gone overboard. Now, now it's a, it's going to become a detriment to aspire or have your parents aspire to move to maybe a nicer area or a better school district or bus your student to a but private why? school. You're still going to be able to go. You're still going to be able to go. There's so many colleges, yeah, but that's right? Not the okay. Point. I think I, I think when you start playing all these games, in essence, to try to balance the playing field, you end up not balancing the playing no field. No one's going to move to an area, a, you know, a low-income, low-socioeconomic area to try to get their kid into a no, better no, I'm school. I'm not suggesting that, but shouldn't it be to aspire to, like... No, you gotta le- le- you have to level the playing field for kids that come from Southeast D.C. Because the problem is, even when these kids get accepted to great colleges, it's still a major adjustment, and they don't have the support system that your kids have. My, but don't you, you know, my school, parents gave but them. But don't you think schools already do that by no, income it, background based on? It's like nature versus nurture. You know, I mean, it, it is so hard for those kids once they're there to then keep going because you think. My, me too when I went to school. You know, look, you have a bad month, you need money, you call your parents. These kids can't, they don't have no, streams of income. I, they don't I, have... By no means am I suggesting that there shouldn't be some sort of balancing here, yeah, right? Yeah, there's got to be, because these white But the kids question is, fine. does this go too far? Does this go... You know, it's almost like you're going to score low because... You're, well, wasn't the reason, and again, I haven't read the whole article. So Just because I, your parents have some money and you live in Montgomery County, Maryland, and go to a decent school district, that doesn't mean you work any less. This theory that because you're, you know, you grew up. Affluent white. Af- or even not affluent, middle class white, or not even white. Affluent. That, <laughs> that, that somehow. Yeah, you know what an advantage, if your household income is $200,000 or higher, I mean, you're making more money than 90% of the people in this country. I mean, that's a huge advantage. Okay. Hopefully you're not mismanaging the money, so your kids are, are taking advantage of that. But I mean, you Is that bad, though? No, it's a good thing. Like, I don't like how is thing. that bad? It's become bad to make money in this country. It's not bad. I think it's just that we are seeing like a, a bigger and bigger... Um, gap? Yeah, money gap. 
I mean, you've got people who are really poor working three or four jobs. They're still they're trying to make 50 grand a year. And then you've got people. I I mean, I love like the Disney, the granddaughter of Disney who came out and said that, you know, the CEO of Disney shouldn't be making 60 million dollars a year. It's like, yeah, exactly. Why is this man making 60 million dollars a year? That's bananas. You're making almost 100 million dollars a year. That's crazy. I get that. And I agree with you to a degree. Listen, I'm not going to speak to him in particular, but these same people don't bitch when George Clooney makes $30 million for a movie, right? Who works six months in that year because he's really? a Hollywood. No, they don't. It's my problem Maybe is people are bitching, though, about that and athletes. I mean, it's crazy that these athletes make. No, no one bitches about athletes. They bitch about CEOs. They should. Bryce Harper shouldn't be making $130 million. It's crazy. Right, we got off track. I'm just saying that, it, listen, it's interesting that the SATs, you know, part of the article also said that really what they think it is is a way to counter the ACT, who's taken a lot of market share from the SATs. Right. Right. Because aren't a lot of colleges, too, not even accepting SAT anymore? <laughs> Yeah, some of them. Some of them. Um, Okay, so you also are launching a 4 o'clock news, right? We are. We now have a launch date. Is that true? It is July 8th. July 8th. So um, the 4 o'clock news, what can we expect? Is it an hour? Is it 30 minutes? It's an hour. It's an hour. Okay. It's an hour. It'll it'll take the station to almost 80 hours of original programming locally produced per week. Oh, my God. 80 hours. That's amazing. Yeah, it really is. 80 hours. Um, (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, so wow. I mean, we're not the first station in the four o'clock time period. You know, two of our competitors are, are already there, but it's um, wow. We'll have Judge Judy leading into it, which I think gives That's us a good, a, a good lead in, good advantage. People love her, strong numbers, and um, yeah. I mean, I listen. I think it's you know, it's interesting that um, as ratings continue to get fragmented. Our philosophy over the last four or five years has been we need to be doing local news in more time periods because even though the individual shows ratings may fluctuate from a Nielsen perspective, let's not even get into Nielsen right now. (laughs) I'm not a fan. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, like the other night, give an example, our 10 o'clock news did not do well. 10 p.m. news. Okay. But the 8 p.m., and 9 p.m. we have on our sister station, WDCA, where the number one and number two late news is in the entire market. So because that night, something else was on, maybe at 9 or 10. And so to me, the more it, it, it's become more and more critical as, as viewing habits have changed, information collection has changed, where people get their news and, and, and so forth throughout the day, people are going to bed earlier. Uh, they're getting up earlier. Oh, yeah, that's listen, true. Okay. commuting. Yeah, that's true. It's commutes, commutes, commutes have gone longer, and um, so anyway, I, I think it's important that we're in as many time periods as possible, and it's paid dividends. Our aggregate news ratings have gone up. Individual time periods have made gone up, but have we as have we as we have added newscasts? Right. They've all done ratings, and when you add up the total people we reach in a given week it's a lot it's, it's grown in proportion yeah it's been great so um wow. and no i'm not ready to announce who the two uh or come three. on announce it here on your own podcast i will but yes. not now <laughs>
Okay, guys. <laughs> we need the ratings on this podcast. Uh, by the way, I've been asked to do Like It or Not next week. I think that you should Woo! join me. I think you should kick out Tim Runs' mouth. You go there. You, Lokay, Marina, and myself. You want to do it? All right, I'm going to be on Like It or Not next week. Uh, what day are you on? Okay, this is amazing. It'll be like Lokay and I will be the only voice of reason. <laughs> Have I not been a voice of reason today? I actually, I really love Marina, so that, that but. I think I'm a, I think um, No, you, you know what? You started out really well. But, I mean, it can always go left with you really quick. Like, that's the thing we won't be able to predict on Like It or right. Not. Like, I mean, actually, you can go right <laughs> with you really quick. <laughs> I mean, Jim and I will have to move it along. So tell me what's going on. You, What are you, like, three mo- two months, three months away from the Three wedding? months away, August 10th. Um, wedding is underway. What other, you know what? It's been relatively low drama um, since, you know, I had to buy a second wedding dress because I hated the first. So I'm trying to sell the first wedding dress. So we had that snafu. Um, DJ's taken care of. Let's see, what else? Uh, we're getting our By the RSVPs way, at the, I remember we talked about the Fox Network upfront party. Yeah. So Jamie Foxx was the DJ for several hours. He was he was awesome. He's so talented. Oh he my really God. is. He was. He, isn't he an amazing? He's such a talent. He, he is. I, I mean, like I, sing, play music. I mean, here's act, a guy that comedy. can sing. He's being a DJ. He's dancing, and he won an Academy Award. I mean, like the guy's doing it all. That would be amazing. Um, I think we're gonna do a fun happy hour in July for like all of our friends that are. Yeah, here. Yeah, we've talked about this. All the all the, the, oh, the Fox the, Five people. No, all the all the, all the B list people. Should we call it the B list? <laughs> It's not the B list. It's just. What do you mean? It's not the B list. What am I? How am I so if you don't make the A, four hundred so, people in Maine. If the A list, A listers get invited, B listers get to come in at nine p.m. after the parties. You know. Okay. okay. Uh, That's really what you should do. You should say, okay, post ten o'clock. If you want to come to Maine, you get in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, the wedding is crazy. Now we have to decide if we want to sit at a sweetheart table or not. That's the that big, just you that's and big. him at the table. Yeah. No. See, I said no too, but then they said that um, otherwise families get upset because then you choose to sit with such and such a family, or you. Why like, do you sit? Do you have a wedding well, party? Yes, but then the wedding party, like, then they have kids. Their kids aren't allowed to sit at the table. Why are you having kids at your wedding? We have like forty-five kids coming. I know. Okay, I'm glad I'm not invited. <laughs> Because you, you know how I feel about kids. Yeah, now you're. Yeah, we have four. I will. Children I'll coming. just mail the gift. <laughs> Why are you having so many freaking kids? I have twenty-seven first cousins. So they should be home in bed. Um, and they have between them, I think, something like forty-two kids. Like I have cousins that have six okay. children. I, ha- five I have. Children. Seriously, I have a rule: kids under sixteen they should not be at. A wedding. The grandparents babysit, so their babysitters are at the party. So, like, they have no one to babysit, so they wouldn't come. So we said, bring the lock kids. them in an Airbnb. <laughs> No, I'm not kidding when wow. I say this. Like, well, wait, don't you remember when you were a kid? It was so much fun no, to go to a wedding. Like, I didn't you got go. so excited. No. They, By the way, your mom looks so young. I need like her plastic surgeon. Like when you put up the picture, she has never had surgery. Really? That's honest truth. Okay, Judy Paulini looks like a million bucks. I, I'm like, I don't really want to say this because you'll probably be upset. But you two look like siblings. Like <laughs> you, she looks so good. That's I will. T- well, she listens, so she'll hear you say oh that. Oh my god, I need all her. You're now and her potions. new best friend. Okay, well she looked By phenomenal. The way, what is this? gender switching Instagram thing or <gasps> have you done that no oh I, I have I just you as you know, a woman. I was traveling oh my god we gotta do it and post it on your let's um, do Facebook it page. how do we do it oh I got it I got it okay, okay. This will be... <laughs> okay I don't so know. you I'm... could do it for me I'm terrified to see you as a woman yeah so so snapchat okay, came ter- out with terrified's this... a strong word there Sarah <laughs> 
Like, can we, can we? <laughs> okay, so um, Snapchat came out with a gender um, switching filter. Okay, so you just look into this, and it's going to show you as a woman. Are you, as you, wait, take those off, hold it close. What do I do? And is it making you into a woman? Yeah, not, not, not good either. <laughs> How is it? Okay, so now take a picture, like middle finger, just hit the, the, um, the center button. Yep. And then <laughs> we need to see. Patrick, that's actually not bad. <laughs> All right, we got to post this. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Surprisingly, you actually look like a news anchor. Like, you know what? You don't look that bad as a woman. No, not bad. Wow. That is amazing. Is that your hair? No, I don't. That's like the filter's hair. Oh, okay. But Patrick actually has like, I, maybe you have feminine features. Like, do you look pretty good? Listen, I told you. Because uh, you're wearing kind of like a purplish shirt. Yeah. So it picks that up, makes you look like you have, first of all, you have a full head of hair. You look good with hair. I know. Wow. <laughs> oh my God, that is a riot. Anyway, okay. So where you got to post it. You, you got to oh. do it and then we'll post it. Mine we'll, is so awful. You didn't see mine on my. But uh, post both on our Facebook page. Oh my God, mine is really bad. I'm like, I can't even do the, the most unattractive man ever. All right, we're, we will. I'll post mine too. Where can people follow you on Twitter? Patrick GM, Fox 5 DC. We'll be back on Tuesday next yeah, week, regular so schedule. Yeah, quick turnaround Tuesday, regular okay. schedule. Perfect. We'll see you guys then. All right.